1: championship team.
2: Grayson Rodriguez is dominating down in AAA. Let's discuss on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5 on Saturday, July 8th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Chris the Welsh. Let's talk about Grayson Rodriguez who had his best start of the year. Down in AAA the other day on July 4th, he threw six shutout innings with 12 strikeouts to zero walks. And over his last six starts since getting sent down, a 183 ERA, a .96 whip, 13.4K per nine. This is the pitcher that we thought we were getting coming into the season. One of the top pitching prospects in all of baseball. Welsh, your latest thoughts on Grayson Rodriguez.
3: Yeah, uh, four of the last five he has struck out eight or more at least. And this is really encouraging. Three of the last five, he's walked one or less. This is what you want out of Grayson. Let's throw one more on there. Four of the last five, he's gone six in the minor leagues. These are things that we want to see in his last start. It's actually interesting because baseball savant, sometimes there's a lot of movement it's all screwy with what this, they call it an unknown pitch. So I can't give you exact numbers here because what they do is they register as fastball at only 14% usage, but 51% on this unknown pitch register this. So I'm not gonna focus on the pitches, but to tell you, he had 27 whiffs in this start on 92 pitches. That's crazy. That was a 56% whiff rate and a 49% CSW, which is crazy. His changeup was bonkers, 70% whiff rate, and something we've seen in the minors so far, at least over his last couple starts, is it looks like one of the fixes to get the command better is cutting the cutter. When he was up in the majors, he was throwing that around, looked like around 12% of the time. Over his last two starts, he threw three and he threw four. So seven total cutters over that time. So it has been fastball, changeup, slider. He's getting big whiffs off the changeup, which has been good. The fastball, we're getting better command on. And clearly, he is getting back to himself. Maybe that cutter was throwing things off. It doesn't seem to be a big bigger walk issue. He's going deeper into games. The strikeouts are there. Listen. Sometimes the process, as I've said a million times, it's not linear. It takes some work. It takes some movement. We saw this with Taj Bradley. Taj Bradley had to go through this, and I think the cutter was actually the same issue with Tampa Bay. Grayson Rodriguez is the prime number one prospect to pick up. Hitter or pitcher, if he's still sitting out there because people gave up, you should go and pick him up. Roster him. Store him. Because... Things are looking good for the second half when he does get the call up, at least.
2: Grayson Rodriguez, currently 55% rostered on CBS. And a question that came up on our full-length podcast, would you drop Luis Severino, who is struggling mightily, to stash someone like Grayson Rodriguez right now?
3: I'm making that move. Uh, Luis Severino looks broken, broken across the board, nothing. It's not just like one pitch, by the way. It's like three of them drastically bad right now. So I don't know where things fix with Luis Severino. So I would much rather go with the upside of uh, Grayson Rodriguez, who presumably has fixed some stuff, and him being with the Orioles.
2: For those who listen to FBT and 5 and the Full Length Podcast, you know, we've talked a lot about Christian and Encarnacion and Tran. When <laughs> might we see him? Well, we got an update recently, Welsh, and written by C. Trent Rosecrans over on The Athletic, he speculated that we're not going to see cranasio on trend until September. He said basically there needs to either be an injury or then the roster needs to expand to get CES on the Reds roster. Uh do you think that is a do you think that's actually what's going to happen here with the Cincinnati Reds? They they're just loaded with talent. It's crazy. I mean,
3: if they're saying that's what it is, I think it's hard to disagree with especially him. Um, the, the thing I have a problem with is I just don't know what else he needs to do. Low ground ball rate. It's in like 37, 38% rate. He has a higher fly ball rate. Crazy. Every single stop in the minors for Christian and Karnasio Strand, he has had a 20 or higher home run to fly ball rate. That's crazy. He's pulling the ball. He's hitting over 300. He's just under a four. He's almost a three, four, uh, three, four, six slash guy. His strikeout percentage is low. His walks are up. He has 18 homers. So this is one of those things where I go, okay, what? A-? he? There literally is nothing else he can do. So the only logical thing here is that they clearly don't have roster space, that they feel what they have got at the major leagues is not conducive to him coming up and maybe sitting on the bench so that has to be the truth and that's devastating if you wanted to pivot i will give you a pivot i think that pivot is colt keith with the tigers 16 homers, three stolen bases, 335 average, 400 OBP. He's moved from double A to triple A. He's hitting 414 in triple A since his call up over eight games, where he hit 325 in double A. This is one of the premium bats in the minor leagues that should be up soon. He has more walks and strikeouts so far in triple A. We're going to see him in the futures game, and we will probably see him with the Tigers. I wouldn't be shocked if it's sometime at the end of July or at least early August, especially if that team makes some moves.
2: All right. So a name there for you is Colt Keith of the Detroit Tigers. We're going to wrap there for more extensive fantasy baseball coverage. Listen to the fantasy baseball today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the odyssey app or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to fantasy baseball today in five, and we'll be back again next week. Bye-bye.